0: What's going on, boys? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. It's that time of the week where we're talking recaps and Thursday night football. And you know who the hosts are. I'm Paul Pick'em, Win'em, Concha. And I'm joined with...
1: Hey, man. You already know. It's that boy, Kev. Waterboy Savoy. A.K.A. The... I don't got time for that shit today. You want to know why? Hold on. Let me put my eyebrow up. I should go get my rock jersey but you Paul, you got to hit it with me one time. Finally, NFL Week 1 is back, you dirty bitches. Let know. Like, bro, that shit was a motherfucking movie. Like, from 1 o'clock, from 1 o'clock by itself, this might have been probably just the wildest shit I've seen in a while. Like, I don't want to say it's the best week one I've ever seen because last week one was lit. But there were some dogs that didn't look like dogs.
0: barking loud at the door.
1: I'm telling you, there was some, there was some, we thought they were poodles, but we found out they were rabbit yard dogs. Like, shit is dangerous out here, man. There but, are some
0: teams people thought were dead that showed up alive, and there were some teams people thought still had a post that showed up
1: dead. No cap. So, pretty much, let's start it off with, how the fuck did we do this week?
0: Uh, as a team, our picks, we actually tied start off week one we're both going six seven and one that one tie being the colts texans game but on the betting aspect anyone who tailed my picks we did have a winning week this week we went three and two dolphins minus three and a half was never in doubt we shitted on them boys ravens minus six and a half that should have been my mega lock i was screaming it never doubt with them boys panthers minus one That was a close one. We're almost there, but we'll talk about it later. Some rookie fourth quarter or shenanigans to upset the Panthers at home. Plus seven Texans. Never a doubt, especially when it went into overtime because then that bet was definitely cashed because you can't score more than a touchdown in overtime. And then Raiders plus three and a half this close. If we would have converted on that two point conversion in the fourth quarter, we would have been cashing another one. So. Good week, good bets, making money, all we can ask for.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Sound like we made a little bit of paper this week. Let me know if I gotta send a couple units to your ass next week. That's what I'm saying. The but unit let's talk these motherfucking games. And this season we gonna start a new motherfucking segment and we're gonna call that Waterboys Games of the Week. Whoa, 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 whoa. We we're gonna get the we gonna get the crazy motherfucking um the crazy graphics and all that—that's just coming soon, man. But I got some games that really caught my attention, and we're gonna—the categories are gonna change on a weekly basis. But this week, we're gonna start off with the Waterboard Games of the Week, most competitive, most competitive, or uh, most competitive. But over here on the Totally Blitz Podcast, we'll call it the Dog Fighter Award of the Week. You feel me? And bro, Bruh-
0: who's getting the nod for the first week of NFL action, Kev?
1: I had some choices. I had a some lot, lot of choices. Like, I almost picked two. But I'm going to pick this team because I know I'm probably not going to pick them again this season. I got to give it to the Giants and the Titans, man. Down Giants the and That game was crazy competitive just back and forth. The big plays, the miscues on defenses. Shit was crazy. But I'm lying. I got to give that bitch to the Steelers and the Bangles just because of the fact that, like, what the fuck?
0: Overtime, injuries, missed extra points, the fucking thuds
1: off the field goal post. Block field goals. You don't see that. How do you block an extra point to win the game? Or we'll go to overtime. to no, so go overtime. Then win the so, game. But first thing first, we got to start off with this Steelers defense is crazy.
0: I want to see how they do next week, though, because now T.J. Watt with the pec tear, he might be gone. The whole, they, Some say whole season, some say sixth weeks, but he's at least going to be gone. So, so who, who's stepping up? Like, is it going to be Miles Jack? Like, who, like Are they still going to be able to do
1: it? So first off, got to say prayers to that boy. My boy literally was on the fucking field and said, yo, I tore a titty. Like, like he knows that. My boy can't do push-ups right now, but here's the thing. He's a fucking what. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if by fifth by the fifth week they was questioning playing him or not. Hopefully they don't and they wait the whole six, six to eight. But some practice I'm I know for a fact TJ Watt, the monster known as TJ Watt, will be here in less than ten games.
0: I would not a, bet against him.
1: I would say he, that much. He's a Watt. He's a Watt. The niggas is built different, you feel me? But he had a monster game and got hurt. Like what did he have? A sack? A tackle for a,
0: loss? A couple tackles for loss. An yeah, interception. Three
1: for loss, and, and an interception. And an interception, he literally caught that bitch at the slime of scrimmage. Like, that's just a different level of athlete. There's nothing you can do about that. And, and then even because-
0: even outside of the box score, I mean, Alex Highsmith had three sacks, but it's honestly has to do with how much attention they're giving Watts. So Highsmith gets the one on one on the other side. So even the stuff that you don't see on the scoreboard, he was there's a reason why this team got seven sacks this weekend. And mm. Watt has a lot to
1: do with it. They won a the turnover battle, what, five zero? Yeah. That's insane. But if we gotta talk defense, I need to hear some ridicule because my pick for MVP wasn't MVP MVPing it up out there. How'd you feel about Joe Beasley?
0: Two things that I saw really was some of the things that I remember last year, I would tell you how Josh Allen would scare me because, oh, and and a a play where you just throw it away and it's third down and you just punt it. It's okay. He's throwing it up. He's forcing it. He's doing some extra shit, which causes interception. Shit like that. I know all the interceptions wasn't his fault because he like I said he got sacked seven times. The defense was in his face. There was a couple tips. But there was also there's a couple badly thrown balls where you shouldn't. That was having you looking at the throw, like where why are you like I know that's Jamar Chase. I know that's T. Higgins, but like, come on, bro. Like, that's a little wild. And and look at the Steelers. You can talk all the crap you want about their offense and Nigie Harrison do nothing, but the reason why the game was close all all game long was because Joe Burrow kept them in the game with the interceptions and any time that they would start moving where it was just it wasn't a good day for him. And the second thing is that O-line, they spent all the money to get uh, Kappa and um Old Boy Shack uh, I can't old boy from the Bucks. I can't remember his name right now, but and and they still let up all them pressures and hits, and it's like, bro, this is – you spent all that money and you got upgrade, but maybe the scheme's not working. Maybe – I don't know, but it's just not working, and y'all got to fix that. Otherwise, last year, like I've been kind of riding is y'all – not a fluke because you'll still be a good team, but just pump the brakes on, hey, Super Bowl favorites all, all over again. Y'all just had a really good story last year.
1: It was insane. I feel like you got hit more – this week, one than he did last week. One, this is crazy. And the person he just spent all that money on, I want to say his name is like Jonah Williams or some shit like that. Something, Jonah. This motherfucker is one that let out that had to, um, that one on one, Alex High got passed three times to get the fucking sack.
0: Yeah,
1: where the fuck did this money go? Did, did they gotta figure something out? They gotta switch schemes, fire fucking online coaches. But y'all got to figure that shit out. Y'all got to figure that shit out quick. Because they said in his last four games, he's been sacked like 24 times.
0: Yeah, just through that playoff run and everything. On the other side, though, Pittsburgh looks just like the same offense y'all had last year. Like, Mitch Krabisky didn't look that good, but Mitch Krabisky looks just like Big Ben last year. The short passes, quick passes, uh, line of scrimmage passes that yards after catch.
1: But here's my thing. I take back. I renege my words that anybody's better than Big Ben. Cause if Big Ben had played that game, it wouldn't have won the overtime. They would have closed the show. They would have because the difference between Big Ben, Big Ben, and those three motherfuckers is Big Ben is still Big Ben is still solid and dependable in the fourth. Like Big Ben is somebody you could at least run to when you need something to happen out of nothing. Like, ah, like ah, I could try it. But so I see the difference until like them boys can really get like,
0: I don't know. I, I disagree. I think if Big Ben's in this game, they lose it because Big Ben throws an interception in the fourth or overtime trying to force. So? I don't think
1: so. I think Whereas Mitchell's Mitch,
0: gonna- Mitch doesn't have that, that leash to do that. He has the fault. Like, it's just like, Hey, this this run the ball on third and seven. Like we, yeah. we don't, yeah. Like it's like Big Ben might be changing that shit up, trying to do some extra a jump ball with Claypool that gets deflected. And now, now his head's down, walking t- back to the huddle.
1: I don't know, man. I,
0: this is going to be a, a running defense special teams type of team. Like, it's going to be some, like, real muddy shit.
1: What about the field goal block? How do you feel? Their favorite, Mitchell Fitzpatrick, who fucking started off the season with a pick six.
0: That boy's a dog. That boy's a beast. And, I mean.
1: Defensive play. To I,
0: at certain times, I'm not saying I have a sixth sense, but there's certain times when you see people line up and, like, there's something telling you to watch the extra point, like it's a, like God is speaking to you in that moment, like, "Hey, just do not take your eyes off of this screen, real quick." And then some crazy shit like that happens, and I swear that happened. when I was just like, I can't take my eyes. Like, I feel like the impossible is gonna happen. Like, everything in my gut right now is telling me that this is they're going to overtime. And bam, fucking overtime! I was just, whew,
1: they're dogs. <laughs> There's a feisty team. You should have locked in the bet while there was um. While they were doing that, you should have been like, motherfucking.
0: Oh, I wish the- I would have. But hey, I, I had Steelers plus seven. I had them winning on the picks. I had, like, I, there's a reason why I didn't trust this Bengals team. And there's a reason why I feel like Tomlin, like, it, it's not, even if you don't agree Trubisky's better, it's not too much of a fall
1: off on big, what Big Ben was. No, nah, I did as, but I think this is, um, this was a good, this was a good loss for Joe Burrow. Last year, then they lose a close game. Oh, they won a close game against the Vikings. But um, this is a good loss for Joe Burrow. And they said after the game he was still in his pads, like just sitting there, like he was just sitting there for good hours and change. Like they said he was out there. Like somebody, I was watching the next games and they said somebody said Joe Burrow's still in his uniform. Like I was like, that's crazy. So I hope that he really takes this to heart. T. Higgins comes back from that concussion because I need him for fantasy, motherfucking. Yeah, I really hope that. But hey, man, that's only that's only fight that's only game number one. Yeah. Next, we got to speed this up a little bit. But next, I got ass whooping of the week.
0: What's the ass whooping
1: of the week, Kev? You already know, man. The mighty mighty Chiefs is looking mighty mighty again, and they their ensemble of fucking receivers. I think you can give them. I think you can give them Aaron Rodgers receivers and Travis Kelsey, and this you got the same fucking game like Pat Mahomes. Is so dialed in right now. It's crazy. Because the Cardinals defense, I don't think it's a great defense. I don't think the Cardinals are a good team. I think they're kind of in a limbo. But, like, Pat Mahomes is a fucking problem. What do he throw, five touchdowns or four touchdowns?
0: Through five. He only had nine incompletions on 39. He's 30 of 39. They didn't get sacked once. Like, this, this was effortless out there. Scored every quarter, which is fucking nuts.
1: He's a fucking problem, man, and he's just out there doing his thing. I'm, Mother Kelsey, let me know the numbers on this. This was the only one I didn't watch. I didn't Kelsey, watch. Kelsey's like, still doing Kelsey things.
0: Eight catches, 121 yards with a touchdown. That boy Juju, I like I had a feeling Juju's going to be wide receiver one I, and six catches, 79 yards. He was getting the fifteen yard catches, the ten yard run after catch. Like he was doing his role. Like he looks like he might break a thousand yards on this offense. And he's he's definitely way above on the wide receiver depth chart than Scantling and uh Sky Moore, the rookie. So they look like Juju's gonna come in and get those seven to eight catches, maybe a game, and Travis Kelsey's gonna get the other seven to eight and be the red zone god that he is and just better than everybody. My big thing – like, I wasn't worried about the Kansas City Chiefs without Tyree. Like, like, I still felt like they had a good team. They Like, you, you can replace a wide receiver. Sometimes it's just harder to replace than others. Arizona, though, I don't know, bro. Like, no D-hop. They looked like they had – like, yeah, they had 21 points, but 14 of them came in the fourth quarter when the, they were already up. <laughs> like, 50 – by 40. Like, it's – at this point, they weren't really playing defense. So, and even Richard Sherman came in and uh, came at Kyler, showing there were certain things where it wasn't like he, it wasn't like bad passes. It was more of he wasn't reading the defense they were giving him and not changing the line at the play or telling a wide receiver to block somebody because he's coming in. Like you can, he's definitely going to be blitzing, and then he gets a blindside sack, fumble, uh, stuff like that. And so, when other people are commenting on it. And they're all coming in also saying the same thing of, hey, there's a reason why that contract had the wording in it. Now, like, and there's – they have – now there's more video. I just feel like more people are watching it where there's going to be more examples of it. And without D-Hop to, to kind of cover th- some things up to make you look better, it's kind of being, like, shown. And, like, Chiefs were known for letting up big plays last year. Like always getting burned over the top. Like where was that? Where was there was just nothing. Even the, either the Chiefs' defense completely figured it out, or the Cardinals are gonna have a long year until D Hop comes back or gets some shit going. Because even people were giving uh Kingsbury. I don't even like giving him his credit, but people were saying he was calling really good plays for Kyler, and the, he just wasn't getting the ball there.
1: Yeah, you don't like Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury.
0: No, that boy hasn't had a winning record yet. He was at Texas Tech with Patrick Mahomes, and I solidly believe he's the reason Patrick Mahomes did not go number one overall. Like, like I, I was big on Mahomes, but they would lose games at Texas Tech, and it was all like the defense letting up 40 points and stuff. So I have not really liked him since college days when he had Mahomes, and then now he has uh, Kyler with the Cardinals, and he still has yet to really do anything.
1: I think he's a nice dresser. <laughs> bro, I'm not going to lie I'm kind of faded Let me see What was my sleeper team of the week Sleeper game So the last one is the sleeper game of the week Just games the one was- that oh. you
0: didn't expect to be a good game And it turned out to be a banger
1: And we're going to give that to the Browns and Panthers Jacoby Brissett Fuck this game bro That's great game Jacoby games, I didn't know Jacoby Brisket sat, could sit down and hold down the pocket like that. I wasn't ready for it. I almost gave this game to the Seahawks and the Broncos, but I was like, nah. Oh, man,
0: Brissett didn't even put up 150 yards, bro. This was all Nick Chubb and Kareem Hump's explosive ass.
1: No, nah, they were dangerous. They were. I want to say they were doing like a running back and fullback combo. Anytime I seen, I was looking up at that game, I swear they were both on the field at the same time.
0: Yeah, most likely to keep your best players on the field.
1: And who's the Browns coach? Kevin Stefanski? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he has a long career here. But how the fuck did the Panthers blow this? Baker, they said he looked decent.
0: Not so- first half, bro. They first half, they were down like 17 0 before Carolina finally scored a point. And this wasn't even, it was like, I don't even know the exact numbers, but Baker was probably going into like end of first quarter, probably only had like, Total twenty total of twenty yards. Like there is just no offense for the first. Let me see if I can pull up their their uh, fucking first couple of drives. That first drive was a three and out punt. Second drive uh, f- negative one yard. Second drive negative four yards. Three and out punt. Third third drive five uh, three total yards punt. Next drive interceptions. Next drive three yard three plays punt. Finally score a touchdown when it's zero Like the, uh, then uh in end of the half. But as I'm saying, like early, if Baker played how he did towards the end of the end of the uh going into halftime and coming out of it, they probably would have won this game. But Baker first half was just abysmal. Just just, just bad. I don't even know <laughs> CMC had three carries going into halftime. Like CMC was not getting the usage that everyone expects CMC to get it was just like I felt like they didn't want to overuse CMC. Because he might get hurt or whatever. I don't know. They they didn't want those excuses, so they didn't overuse him. But when you don't use CMC in his offense, it don't look good. His offense does not look good. So I won't completely blame Baker on that.
1: Okay, so you don't think? Do you think the Browns had him figured out and they finally? Oh my gosh, that pick six making fix Patrick got was so nasty. Popped up on my TV, but. You think the Browns had him figured out,
0: and then he finally kind of got loose in the second half, or is Baker just sucked? I'm not writing out Baker sucks. Like I said, I think they did not use CMC. He only had, like, three carries going into halftime, and then he ends the game with ten. So, second half, he doubled his carries. He had a lot more targets. They started using him like you know Christian McCaffrey gets used. So, it opened the playbook. Whereas prior they couldn't, they weren't moving the ball because I felt like they were trying to change the whole scheme in the last second of, of some sort. Oh no. Like why was CMC not being used? That's like, that's like the Titans not running the ball. Like, what are you doing? You have Derek Hinton. This is, this is not the play call for what you do. So afterwards they opened the playbook, let CMC loose. Baker got into his rhythm. You can actually run the play actions because you're running the ball and They looked better, but, I mean, they had the game in the back. They scored with a minute left, so it looked good, but no one expected a fucking rookie kicker to come out of Browns hit a 58-yarder. Like, that was just like, wow.
1: That's his warm-up.
0: And I I don't think they should have won it. Like, Brissett didn't play too well. 147 yards, 18 of 34. But he did enough to get the dub. But if this was a different team, the Browns lose this game. Because that's not – like I don't know. I just Nick Chubb can only do so much.
1: That's real. Hey, that's grim. But I don't think the Browns are going to be a good team. I don't think Kevin Savancy is going to look better, too much better. But Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, as long as they stay healthy, this team runs through them and they're going to be able to make something Shape is what this game taught me.
0: I think this is them getting up to beat Baker. Like, the defense got up for this game. The offense got up for this game. The coaching. Because even the coach, they they still never confirmed or denied if he said bye to Baker. So, like, this is just one of those where I feel like they got up for it. They were going to play their hardest. And then come next week, they're probably going to come back down to earth.
1: That's real. That's so, so real. But those are my games of the week you have an honorable mention that you throw in there?
0: Uh, no, nah, I feel like those are all good picks. And if there's anything we missed, we'll hit it on this recap as we run through them.
1: Let's get it, man. We smooth and smooth, man. So, That's I guess it. we'll let winners go first. How How'd you feel, man? Dolphins, Patriots, Mac Jones looking like Mac with no cheese.
0: <laughs> hey, nah, but
1: y'all fucking... And with y'all defense looking crazy, like that pick you got in the end zone, that Xavier Howard passed up, got um, batted up in the Holland, grabbed and took that bitch like 40 yards. That was nice. I was looking like, oh, this D- that's the team that's right there that taught me like, oh, yeah, this team is going to be nasty. But what really got me was when Jalen Waddell scored that touchdown. I want to say it was on fourth down or third down. Fourth down before half. And you had them grown-ass men in the stands waddling. I was like, oh, this team is going to be a problem. And Tyree kill Jersey. All the way to Jersey.
0: That waddle touchdown in particular, there's film breakdown of when Tua gets the ball, the linebacker, because he throws it in between the safety, the corner, and the linebacker in the middle. And the linebacker in the middle, he hikes the ball, he looks harder to the left, and the linebacker jumps hard to the left. And then, like, immediately once he jumps, he just throws it. Like, they said Waddle was the number one target since the hike. So, he was just looking off the linebacker, and then that gave the perfect amount of space to hit him right in the middle of everybody. And And then
1: that fast-ass motherfucker took it straight to the touchdown.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that's something I love to see. I love to see that, like, p f f love him to hate him, but our connor williams or the Mr dude all we got from the Cowboys is ranked the highest center and uh by p f f so like even shit little shit like that is a huge upgrade from what the fuck we had last year so seeing the o line giving to us some time, I think he had he was like top ten in pocket time this week, so uh nice. so. 270 yards and a touchdown, and our fan base is still mad at him thinking we can do more. But I mean, hey, we got we gotta make a diamond out of this boy. One thing I need to see though is that run game step up. Only 25 yards from Edmonds. So this is a Mike McDaniels 49ers type offense. So two would look really good without a run game. I just can't wait till this run game does kick off to see how we're really looking towards the middle of the year. Then uh. Um,
1: how did the new head coaches do this week? What, what did they go, like five and two?
0: Um, I believe so. Uh, I forgot what coach one. For... I'm trying to see. I know the oh, Vikings coach won. Hey, hey, that's Dolphins crazy. Coach um, one.
1: That's crazy. The, um, the Jalen Waddle play just popped up on my TV. Let me see if Tua look off this motherfucking linebacker.
0: He starts progression left, and then immediately, as soon as he stops looking left, he throws it right to the middle towards Waddle.
1: Oh that oh that was nice
0: then uh it ended, was so uh, and then Tyreek is getting like a yard after I think Tyreek and Waddle both placed top 15 in speeds with the ball this weekend and Waddle was faster than Tyreek. So just to show like the speed is explosive. Mac is not that guy without a run game. Mac's not that good, like his defense wasn't there to be able to make him look better. The offensive line looked bad for him. Like, I'm not going to blame the sack completely on him because the, the line did not look good. But what did I say before the season started? They they let Shaq Mason's big guys go. This offensive line will not look the same. And their defense with Matt Judon can only do so much because they don't have the DBs to protect them from over the top anymore. And that's why Tyreek Moss somebody on a play that probably should have been intercepted. And Tyreek went up one hand. Snagged it, and when Tyreek's oh, doing that, yeah. little ass is doing that to you. It's just like, oh yeah, these DBs are nobodies. So that's what like, there does not good all around. Other than Bill Belichick is a god. How how much they longer you by can by keep adding that?
1: They really let J.C. Jackson and Stephon Gilmore walk. It's crazy.
0: How did you feel about your Falcons though? <sighs> Col- I mean, a great game. That- that's for the do there with a sleeper. Or game of the week, great
1: fucking game. But I just knew that, like, I wanted to talk good about this game because great fucking game, phenomenal game. But I've noticed that, like, I'm getting older, man. Because like, there was a girl that was at my house while I was watching this, and she was like, you know how girls they be talking shit, like, oh, you like the Falcon Golden. I'm a Saints fan, ha, And like, I I was I hit her with the bitch. If you don't get the, you know what, you do you you do you enjoy enjoy the game, and then. We start winning, so now I'm talking shit. I'm dancing in this bitch's face, but us. but like everybody knows, the game don't start to the fourth quarter. But to, before anything, I'm proud as fuck of them boys. They did everything they could to win. They just not winners, but um, they did everything they could to win. Marcus Mariota was running his ass off. Cordero Patterson running his ass off, bro. We got four sacks. I haven't seen us get four sacks since motherfucking. What was that one? Vic um, Beasley. I can't remember his name. Vic Beasley lead.
0: snapped. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When he snapped, and he led the league. And, um, but we don't put pressure on fucking quarterbacks like that. So, so the fact to see Jameis Winston struggling in trouble held him to 53 yards the first three quarter. That was great. But you gave up 212 in the fourth. So that doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah. But. I was so happy for our team. I was at, I didn't expect to be at uh, be a point where I'd be like so lit, like just jumping around, dancing, like ah, like I'm not even texting in the group because I'm like I'm enjoying this while it's while it's lasting. Like once it slows down, then I'll start listening to y'all niggas and shit. But in the meantime, I'm, ah, we having fun out here and we have fun, man. That shit was great. I don't think they're gonna play like that more than um. I don't think they're gonna play like that every game. I think this is one of those we're gonna wake up and try to beat the Saints, try to show that like we're still the Nick, we're still the boys, but. You can't do that when you're playing as conservative as they did after they got the win. One thing I have respected about the Giants was that they went for that two point conversion. Like they knew if they went to overtime, they're not the better team. So that's what the Falcons. I didn't understand. We're making team. we we literally were when Marcus Marriott had the fumble in the third. Like I feel like this is when you got to realize that like okay we're not the better team but we are a team with dogs. Like, we are a team with better players. We are a team with good players. We're professionals. Like, let's go do it. Even if we make mistakes, it's better than just three and out and then putting it. And, like, we're getting bailed out by the refs in the fourth. Like, I promise you we're getting bailed out, but you set it up to lose by one. You're up by two, and you can't get the third down conversion, and you get the the delay of game. Like, Bro, this man, Jameis Winston, they throwing up all all over y'all. All with your stupid with their eyeglass soft zone. AJ Terrell was getting killed by Michael Thomas in the one-on in the man-on-man-to-man. So you don't give a fuck about what this offense can do. If y'all want to win this game, you better go for it on this fourth, like, and ice the clock. But no, let's get a delay game. Where let's play the analytics. Let's get That's a the delayed-
0: worst when they get the delay of games on those fourth and shorts.
1: Like they get a delay of game and then they punch it. Like. Bro, how the fuck do you feel? Because, what, the next play, motherfucking 40, 40 yards down to Jarvis Landry? You need 50 yards, and Jarvis Landry just got you 40. So, Will Lutz hits a 51-yarder. Like,
0: after missing the first kick of the game or whatever, he missed one earlier.
1: Mm-hmm. So, like, we played a great game. We played all well on all sides of the ball. But at the end of the day, it comes down to play calling. DPs, you play, in, you play in a soft zone, you realize the soft zone got burnt, so now you playing a man. But these motherfuckers have Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, nothing but speed motherfuckers. So, And then your best corners getting killed one-on-one. Both the touchdowns was one-on-one man coverage on AJ. The second one was great coverage, but Michael Thomas was, like, not willing to lose. So you let this team pick up momentum, you let them pick up steam, and you happen. That's what happens when you play like hopes. But I'm still proud of the boys. The play calling, eh. But I'm not going to blame it only on the play calling because execution. All we needed was one first down. We could have ran out the clock.
0: No, it's yeah. Ex- my, my only takeaway from this game was the Falcons took their foot off the gas. And you see yeah, a lot right. of times when teams that do not expect to be winning are winning in the fourth quarter, and instead of playing to win, they start playing not to lose, and they start playing weak defenses, three-man deep defenses type shit. And yeah, yeah, like
1: come on, bro. Letting up you the
0: fifteen to... yarders, letting up the ten yarders, just letting them walk and, the field.
1: It's second and twenty, and you putting you putting damn near a twenty yard, a damn near fifteen yard cushion on them boys. Like I understand, you don't want to get beat. But nah, let them boys play. Let them boys fight for the yards. Let them boys play. Don't be trying to play safe. Like, all right, we we'll give it a little. Nah, bitch, you just gave up 19 on second and 20. How you feel?
0: It was bad, but great game. We'll see what the boys because the boys were feisty at home. We'll see Mariota and then could Drake London looked good as a rookie first game too. Don't sleep on that. He was Love one of my that. best bench uh, players. I had in
1: fantasy just waiting. I, def- I definitely had Cordero Patterson a glass bench, but like, I can't even sure because my running backs is decent. But um, I don't think they're gonna play like that again next week. I think you got up to, to play against the Saints you did. But um, you can't. I don't think Marcus Mariota is gonna play more than three games in a row this season because like. They're not used because, like, you're not gonna, you have to sort of recover from that. Like, that was the entire summer put into it, but now you got to recover from those hits you took and stuff like that. Like, this game, this game against the Rams, I'm very optimistic, but I'm always gonna be rooting for my team and everything like that. But, like, this is gonna be interesting how they play against the Rams with that fucking loaded as defense they got because the Saints aren't a bad defense either.
0: Not true, but also, um. I think you'll be good as long as Mariota's healthy and y'all can ease Riddler into the starter job. But Mariota does end up getting walled up early in the season. It could throw the whole business plans array.
1: I think – I like Desmond Riddler just off the fact that we have a fan base that, like, nigga, like, so. Like, we let that nigga be trash for, like, four years. Like, we have no problem with that.
0: Yeah, we also took him uh, late. Like, it wasn't, like, a first round. Pick type shit. So yeah. he does have that breathing room. But on to some of these other games. Let's see. Let's see was One o'clock is jump around here. We have the Bears beating the 49ers at home and what was an ugly, muddy game. So I'm not going to throw too much shade on Trey Lance, but he didn't look too good. But it was this fucking this hurricane type weather there and the ball was slippery. My big thing is the Bears. They got to win at home. Congrats, y'all fought back. Like it was, if y'all was gonna win a game, this is the type of game to win. A fucking slug fest in the in like in a hurricane type of weathers and the rain. Like no one can even run on the field because of how like the field is slushy. Like how wet it is.
1: That shit was crazy wet. Like you literally can see the water splashing up on every punt, every kick, every run, every step.
0: Elijah Mitchell got hurt for the 49ers, but Jeff Wilson's probably taking over. That's why Debo, I think, got more runs in the second half because Elijah Mitchell getting down. So probably see more Debo running now. But Trey Lance, hey, that lease is getting shorter. You probably you probably have a couple more games where you don't win and you don't look good, and the weather is actually in your favor, and they start that Jimmy G's chant start getting louder.
1: Yeah, I think that it's always interesting to. St- that situation, like you can hope that Train does better, and they everybody believes that you can only get better in the NFL by playing in the game, which is true. But if you're going back and forth to it, what was the point? Like, I feel like I gotta figure they gotta figure something out and stand on it. But um, the 49ers, I don't think their own defense played terrible, but I don't think they got the stops when they needed to. But how the fuck did the Bears come out with this? I'm just I keep watching the hot. High- like, what
0: the fuck? Does some bullshit – I want to call it, say bullshit, but come, like, third and fourth quarter, they got all their points. And one then was was the Pettis, like, a wide open. Defense is all on one side. No one's guarding the back other side. And Justin Fields gets it. And then um, the, going forward on fourth down, getting the downs uh, – not down – um, that was after they took the lead. But after they took the lead, the, the 49ers went for it and they got stopped on a fourth down, which kind of, like – really kind of iced it and then, but they still got the ball back again, but you're you're not throwing the ball 80 yards in this weather or moving the ball that far. Like once they took the lead, it was a, a miraculous play that the bears got off and then they took, they took the lead and they just held it.
1: I respect it, man. I love to see it too. Cause like it's just them out there. Like it's just them. Like, them. So at least they started off the season well. Cause I definitely didn't pick them, motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, Trey Lance threw an interception that ended up with another touchdown, and then after that they took the lead. But yeah, then they went for it on fourth down. Trey Lance got stopped. Yeah, it just a lot of people were now at Trey Lance's neck because of it wasn't just that you lost. It was like you had the ball in some key situations, threw an interception, got stopped. But me being a Trey Lance hater, I started off with saying I'm not gonna put it all on him right now because of the rain. If this was a sunny day in Chicago and he in this, it was the same situation, I'd be feeling a different way about it.
1: But I'm looking at this touchdown throw to Pettis right now, and this motherfucker is like the whole front line kind of slipped before they could tackle him. They could sack Justin Fields like that. Rain was fucking insane.
0: It was some, yeah. That 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 was the miraculous play. Like that was, I was like that when that play happened. I was like, oh fuck! Like the Bears are. This is this is the Bears game. Like I think, like after I saw, it, I was like, because you see some crazy shit. Like he was just wide open on the back end, no one there waiting for the ball to fall on him, and then took off with it. Another game that was way closer than what it should have been was Eagles Lions. 38-35. Mm. Them boys scored a combined total of seventy-three points. How did you read my mind like that? Well, oh, you're just thinking about this game.
1: I was literally like, "Yeah, we gotta talk Eagles Lions next," because the Lions came to play this week.
0: I oh, don't know, bro. They they kind of they're those are the type of scores where it wasn't close, and then they made it look close in the last couple the the, the last ten minutes by scoring those two touchdowns. Because mm. it was 38 to 21, or 38, yeah, to 21, and then all of a sudden, fourth quarter, 10 minutes left, they scored touchdown. Oh, no, no, six minutes left, they scored touchdown, and then they scored another one after they forced a, four, like a three and out. And then Eagles get the ball, but they run out the clock, win the game, and now it's 38-35. But before, before those two last – touchdowns it was it wasn't that close i'd all i remember watching this game turning away from it in the middle of the third quarter because it was like 31 21 38 21 and then all of a sudden i'm watching another game and then also i see the red zone this game is 38 35 final score and i'm like what the fuck happened in the fourth quarter for this like what the the, the, the detroit lions score like
1: touchdowns What they they didn't do shit throughout this whole game I oh, don't know, man. I had DeAndre J. J. Smith on my fantasy team. My boy was slugging it out, and he was him and Cordell Patterson was leading the whole one o'clock for a while with um for a rushing.
0: Yeah, you only had 15 carries because like they did, they had no point. Like they were down by a lot, so they were was that Jared Goff 21 of 37. That boy was that's not good at all. Only 215 yards. One interception, two touchdowns. He didn't. The line did pretty well. No, they only let that one sack with all those dropbacks. Nice. And uh, but it was he does his arm is just a noodle arm, bro. His accuracies is not the most accurate and until the fourth quarter. Soft shell defenses, like how they just started playing fucking deep zone, and you you can eat up a deep zone pretty easily. And uh, when they're not playing that hard, and that that's all I saw. DeAndre Swift is a dog right now. I'm on the free DeAndre Swift train. Let him go somewhere where he can really shine his skills because he is a top ten running back right now.
1: You think he'd eat on Kansas City?
0: Oh my God, that would be the because he can catch. He's a phenomenal pass catcher. So like he would just fit right into that system.
1: Wait, they need him. They need him.
0: He's the type of running back where I would not be upset if a team traded for, like, a first-round pick, second-round pick for it. Like, people say you don't do that for a running back, but he is young in his prime and can do it all.
1: Bruh, congratulations, everybody. I'm on my third lighter. I don't know how, but my drunk ass has lost three lighters so far in episodes. Episodes one. But, yeah, that was a good game, man. But on to the next one. On to the next.
0: Uh, and we'll talk real – this one's going to be a breeze blow-by. Ravens blew out.
1: The
0: Jets. Ravens blew out the Jets. We all knew it was going to happen. Joe Flacco stunk it up. Lamar Jackson didn't run anything in. He said, "Hey, y'all think y'all don't think I'm a quarterback. I'm going to throw 3 touchdowns on
1: y'all asses." What you mean Joe Flacco stunk it up. My boy got a touchdown in the first.
0: And then the inter- yeah, that was it. And then the intercept. That boy threw 59 passes to get 300 yards, bro.
1: He threw 59 passes.
0: Yeah, for 37-59. right? They, they were losing. That's why, you know, you're just slinging it at that point.
1: They let Joe – he's not going to be able to move his arm for a couple of days. Like, Joe Flacco, Big Bo Joe. Big Bo
0: Joe. 59, bro, yeah. <sighs> Jets' defense looked pretty good early, too. They kept it a game towards halftime. It was like 10-3. And then it comes second half. There's only like they can only hold or contain Lamar as much as you can before he's gonna do what he do.
1: Bro, that 55 yard pass to um, Rashad Bateman was so nice.
0: On the money too. Bateman's gonna be a, a dog for real.
1: That's what I want to see all season because they're gonna have to pay my dog.
0: That's uh, so another game we gotta run through these uh, Jaguars and Commanders. Great game. Trevor Lawrence didn't look too accurate, but James Robinson looks like he's still running back one, even though people were talking about Travis Nt and all loud. Carson Wentz, really. Curtis Samuel, the rookie, Dotson, Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas. He had some weapons, bro, and he was getting it to him, boys.
1: This was almost my pick for Fighter week, but it was also almost my pick for sleeper of the week, so I just threw it out. I was like, this is too much work. This is too hard. Mm. Like, if I pick it. But not, not only do it, I'm too drunk and too high for this. <laughs>
0: like, okay. But
1: I love this game because, like, first off, the Jaggies played well, ish, and they they were winning. And Carson Wentz kind of showed like, "Hey man, fuck y'all!" Like, I can, I got good receivers over here. I got fucking scary Terry and um, what's his name? Dotson, number one.
0: Dotson's the rookie, uh, Jahan Dotson.
1: Yeah, like I got these motherfuckers. Like I'm bomb at a ball, like. I was actually impressed with them boys in the fact that they scored that, what was it, in the last minute, 55, when they scored that last touchdown. Yeah, whatever. I can I give you the exact time, one second. And then Trevor Lawrence, I I feel like nobody else is going to say it, so I don't mind saying it. I think Trevor Lawrence sucks. I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to give it a buck. I'm a fan of the Jaggies. I'm a fan of Trevor Lawrence. But I think he sucks. I'm going to give it a buck. I love the Gators. I think Anthony Richardson can't throw. Like, but I love the Gators. And I think Two things Richardson can still great, be true. Yeah, and I, I think Anthony Richardson is a great athlete. But like, I don't think he's the best, most accurate thrower, like especially on a team with good receivers. But same thing with Trevor Lawrence. I think he sucks. But like I would love to watch him win.
0: I know. I think I keep rooting for him because the long hair don't care. But eventually I will have to pull the plug on, hey, we still got to give him a shot because Urban Meyer was there. I don't know how many more games. I think he'll get this season to really prove us wrong. But if it his, uh, he hasn't made a compelling argument yet after week one.
1: At this moment, right now, I think Trevor Lawrence sucks. I feel like my moment, my I can be my my opinion can be swayed, but at this moment, I think Trevor Lawrence sucks.
0: All right, next game we had a tie between the Colts and Texans. My plus seven was never in doubt. Like it was what. 20 to 3 going into the fourth quarter. The Texans were up. Colts come back, score 17 points in the fourth quarter. Then even in overtime, the Texans had the ball with like 40 seconds left on the 50. And it was like a fourth and three or something. And they chose to punt instead of go for it and try to like get closer to kick a field goal. And they're the calling is one of the pussiest punts of all time. The Texans were not trying to win; they were playing for the tie, and that's exactly what we got this weekend.
1: I think
0: because we get stopped was... there, they could the Colts could have went for it themselves. But at the same time, you gotta. Right, I I probably would went for it on like a fourth and uh, a fourth and short on the fiftieth to get a nice little go. field goal walk off.
1: If I'm me, I'm gonna go for it. But if I'm the Texans, no, nah, I'm not going for that because like. Yeah, I'm not going. You're, for that. you're a seven
0: die. point underdog, bro. Even if you
1: lose by a field
0: goal right here, it ain't too big of a deal. But if you beat the Texans, I don't know, but if you beat the Colts,
1: but you, you gotta imagine the conversation in the locker room afterwards. Like it's versus, like versus. Uh, if y'all lo- if y'all lose that, like, if y'all go, don't go for that. And the the if you don't go for that in the motherfucking y'all don't get the stops and y'all lose by three points. Everybody's gonna be in that bitch like. Everybody gonna be like in that bitch. Like, damn, we should have punted it. Damn, we should. And, and then the coach gonna be, coach gonna be like, hey man, y'all played a hell of a game, man. Don't worry, man. Keep your heads up. Versus motherfucking Utah. Now you walk in that bitch. Like, damn, we were so close to winning. Damn, we were so close to winning. And then the boys coaching that bitch. Like, y'all see what y'all can. Lovey Smith and that bitch. Like, y'all see what y'all could do. Y'all go ahead and put y'all minds together. Get through. Get through. Cause mm. we persevere. We got this, man. The Houston way. Like you feel me? I like. I, I like the idea that, like, you can build on top of the tie. I feel like a loss that you were expecting to lose, and you did it and after losing a fat-ass lead, I feel like that's something you can't really build off of. Like, that's pretty much, like, already saying, like, okay, we suck and we know it.
0: Well, how about the Colts? you think they're feeling fine with this tie? Or are they nah, they should
1: be it? disgusted with themselves. Matt Ryan did not play as well as I was hoping for, but he has time. Michael Pittman showed promise in the fourth quarter, so they have time to build that connection and shit like that. Jonathan Taylor is a fucking juggernaut, so his team moves as he moves. What do you got, like 166 and a touchdown? The only reason why I know that is because I I had to look at that nigga every time I looked at my Austin Eckers 11 points, and yo, motherfucker. Oh, if nobody knows, me and Paul actually played each other in fantasy this week. And if it wasn't for Javante Williams, this man would have busted me 71 to 132.
0: Oh, yeah, it was getting ugly towards Monday.
1: And his Aaron Rodgers put up 3.7. D Higgins got a concussion, and my fucking kicker put up one point And I low key, and I low key wanted to draft Young Ho Koo. So like, I could have got seventeen, but I chose to get the nigga on.
0: Yeah, and I had Herbert drop twenty, and I had Jonathan Taylor drop like twenty five. running
1: back? Dude. Huh? your other your running back D two? Uh yeah, I can't remember who he is though off the top of my head yeah motherfucking they didn't want to give josh jacobs the motherfucking on oh, that's another fantasy but um but back to what we were saying the coach they should be disgusted i'm not gonna lie to you eight pro bowlers like this is y'all chance to make something shit like y'all gotta go you guys have a quarterback you still have a good team you have an o-line that blocks like you gotta go you guys this is your chance to go hey
0: davis mills that boy dog i still root for my boy in a Damian Pierce, I thought he was going to be running back one, but low-key Rex Burkhead was, was out there for most of the uh, snaps.
1: They love them some Rex Burkhead out there. I'm not going to lie to
0: you. On to our next game. We're talking the motherfucking Vikings-Packers where the Vikings and Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, got off to a hard, hot start and pff, dominated this game from snap one to the end. Honestly, like the Packers looked abysmal the crazy statistic where Devontae Adams had more receiving yards than the whole wide receivers for the Packers combined. Um, That first drop by the rookie Watson on the very, very, very first play of the game that would have been a touchdown. That was just the the epitome of the whole game right
1: there. That set the tone for the game, like no cap. Hey man. Hey, I'm looking at this, this man Michael Thomas put hands on AJ Terrell for that last touchdown. I, I think that's past,
0: offensive pass defense. Hey, this was another first-year head coach, for Kevin O'Donnell, he's coming over from the Rams. He got the offensive guru now with the Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson's first game with him, nine catches, 184 yards, two touchdowns.
1: Jay Jettis. Jay <laughs> Jettis. He might be the best.
0: I had him as my number one wide receiver for this year, and he's starting off hot. Starting off to set the tone for the year with that one.
1: Did Jair Alexander play?
0: Yeah, and there's a couple. He guard because Jair played on one side of the field, and there was a couple of times. There's a certain play where Jair did get cooked, and it, it was not a good one. But there was another play where Jair did get a block
1: or uh, get a pass deflection or something. But, mm-hmm. but Kirk Cousins, so you think it's all Jay Jettas or or Kirk Cousins kind of. Mm-hmm find some
0: sauce. I like Kirk, but now with an offense, now That's with okay. a coach, because I, I never never, I never knew or really believed in all the hype that Zimmer and Kirk had beef until now that they're no longer together, and Zimmer actually confirmed, like, yeah, we didn't like each other. And there was the reports of them boys didn't even talk, and all this stuff. So, like, now that he's out of the page, and that was a defensive coach that wasn't really caring about the offensive side of the ball, now we get an offensive court, like, Minded guy, I think this guy's the limit for Kurt here. Like I've always liked him, but I compare Kurt to like Mike Conley of the NBA. Of when he didn't have the bag, I rooted for him heavy, and I was like, oh, he's underappreciated. But then after he got the bag, it was kind of like, oh, well, fuck, you're you're paid as the top five in your position. And I don't believe you're top five. I will, but you're still top twelve, dude.
1: Nah, man, but. Let me know. Is it the Vikings
0: defense or is this just a classic Aaron Rodgers? And I'm gonna start off slow and go win MVP. Uh I think the defense played well. Zaire Smith coming over from the Packers. Zidarius. Zidarius. Oh, Zidarius, yes, yeah, my bad. Zaire Smith.
1: Oh uh, probably. Fucking
0: clothesline fucking Aaron Rodgers. Nah, but his ass. And uh Kendricks and fucking uh, who else? Had, uh, Jordan Hicks had like f- a total of like 14 tackles or whatever. Like there it is all over the field. And the defense looked like there weren't going to be a bottom five in the NFL last year because they let up so many points last year. And that's why I have always given Kirk his like some respect. Cause I'm like, bro, it's kind of hard when he, like, you don't, you don't expect to lose games when you put up 28 or 30 points. And the Vikings had a lot of games last year where that happened, so I can't like they still have Davon Cook who's healthy now, so the sky's the limit for them. Aaron Rodgers looks scary though because it didn't look the same as hey we'll figure this out because we still got we still have Devontae Adams. It, it, it was more of like we don't have no one to lean on. We can't say that no more. The run game did the best they could and they didn't like they, they, if they're not, happening think- it's gonna be hard. I-
1: I think there are a lot of there are a lot of runs. I'm glad you said that about the ring because there are a lot of runs, where those where those um pullers on the O line they got out there and they got the pushing. Like they were really pushing. Like this is a team effort, and they got fucked up. Like motherfucker, this was a real everybody. I feel like everybody in this team came to play, and it's just like this team does not match up well against other good teams.
0: Yeah, and we might. I'm not going to say it yet, but it might be a new division leader in that
1: division. We'll see, because I want to see that Vikings team against other teams. But I love the way Jay Jettis came out starting. I like to see Kevin O'Connell dumb lit on the fucking sideline. This is going to be a good season. I want to appreciate them boys. But, like, there's only one other game I want to talk next after this one.
0: All right. The last two here, we have the Chargers hosting the Raiders. Raiders losing by five. Close. It wasn't even a close game until until the Raiders came and scored that touchdown. They went for two. They could have made a one possession game. They didn't get it. Devontae Devontae Adams had a fucking crazy game. I don't even know. I think he got targeted like seventeen, 17 times.
1: Oh times.
0: my gosh! Derek Carr threw it three interceptions, which is not you're not gonna win games with that. Justin Herbert played a great game. Oh, let me hear your take on this game before I say anything else.
1: I think the charges this was this was the game i was watching but like i was kind of like occupied so i was watching this game on the big screen and i just felt like the charges defense they kind of really um that was like really an underrated thing in the um offseason that got talked about since there was so much quarterbacks move, but derwin james looked awesome and the fact that he can play um I wanna say he was really just isolating the number of receivers. Like he was really playing one on one with a lot of receivers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: During Jeb Derwin James, Kulil Mack had three sacks and then the game winning um strip fumble. Motherfucking and then there was one more. There's another motherfucking I don't I didn't hear too much from both them. Both you crazy.
0: Uh no, I don't believe so. Let me see. Yeah, no, both are the sack and a
1: half. There we go. So, like, that defense really came – and this is before J.C. Jackson came back. He oh, Asante
0: got... Samuel Jr., but he had his ups and downs. He had some plays he played well, and then some plays he got cooked by Adams.
1: And that's what they needed last year. You have Justin Herbert at the Helms and, and those receivers, Keenan Allen, who got hurt. We're gonna we praying for that boy. Um, Mike Williams. And who's the other dude?
0: Uh, Now they got Everett at tight end, but they had this boy named – Carter, Dwayne Carter, but he had no one knew much. It was gonna supposed to be Josh Palmer, but Josh Palmer wasn't the number three when it came game time. It was this boy <laughs> Carter.
1: He said Dwayne Carter. I know little Wayne played football. I knew always do that nigga. I always do that nigga. Carter. Oh, oh, oh! I, I knew heard.
0: it was D Carter.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think this game was really. I think this showed that the Raiders. They're not a bad team. I think they need to run the ball with Josh Jacobs some more, but they were losing. But I want to get like ten carries for like fifty-seven yards, like almost six yards a, almost six yards to carry. And I heard that on the Pat McAfee show. Like stupid, keep running the motherfucking ball. Yeah, that six okay.
0: yards carry just about five
1: point seven. So motherfucking seventeen targets to Devontae Adams, only six, only six to Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. It looks like they're probably gonna start really leaning on Devontae Adams, so they got to get that figured out. Because Hunter Renfro can get open, especially if you got to double Devontae Adams and Darren Waller don't don't play him one on one. Every bucket.
0: time that they threw him the ball, I felt like he was open or he caught it on the like it was just like why didn't you give him the ball throughout the game?
1: Dead ass. So I think um, Derek Carr throwing three picks isn't his style either. That's not a big thing that he really does. So. Let's see this team, I think Vegas have problems. I think that MVP, that our 20 to 1 MVP is looking like a 29 to 1 MVP at the moment. But we'll see.
0: And know, uh, we see we got a, a, the defense of the uh, Vegas. They're pretty. Nate Hobbs was shutting shit down the best he could. Max Crosby wasn't getting any of the sacks, like no sacks. I know that would change throughout the season. So, to expect more of that. But yeah, Derek Carr, three interceptions and. You're not winning games, you're throwing 17 targets to one guy. We start start passing
1: the rock around. Unless it's me.
0: Then we got Buccaneers at Cowboys where Dak got hurt and he's going to be out for like some weeks now getting thumb surgery. Cow- Cowboys own team not to score a touchdown this whole NFL week. They only put up a 3 points, 19 to 3. I don't think the Bucks look good either, to be honest. Other their defense looked good for what they did to the um Cowboys. But Leonard Fournette looked pretty well, but they looked like they had some growing pains still. They weren't Julio the
1: Jones looked
0: good. They had they had people that looked good, but like they they weren't scoring on the, the red zone drives. They weren't they were getting uh field goals. was like unlike unlike last year. So that's what I'm saying. You look good. Like, 212 yards for Brady, one interception, one touchdown. In my opinion, he should have had 300 yards. Should have had, like, this – but they're not in full full season form. So I just think they have a little growing pains before we see them. The Cowboys are now out of it. Without Dak, I think they're dead in the water.
1: Yeah, the Cowboys are – yeah, the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys. Would, they didn't look good with Dak, so they're definitely not going to be good without Dak. The best you could do is just. And then we've seen Cooper Rush play last year, so I don't think he's going to surprise anybody. Um, with no film, with there being no film on him, type shit. So, week yeah, one. Jay, week one,
0: the NFL, the Cowboys have been eliminated from playoffs. It's
1: crazy. They're the only team in that division that didn't win.
0: Yeah. And it's giant, and I think the rest of the uh the Giants were underdogs. Yeah, that
1: Giants uh, were underdogs. And then the fucking Wins and the commanders went and found a way to win one. And then the Eagles had to hold off the motherfucking um Lions. While y'all bum ass niggas didn't even score a touchdown. Yeah. But like they said, man, you lose, you you trade Amari Cooper, you move CeeDee Lamb to number one. And I don't think he's um CD Lamb's a uh, CD Lambs, He's a great receiver, but it would be so nice if he had somebody else to take that heat. And then Michael Gallup is was doing crazy at number three, but when you move to number two, like you feel me, it just fucks shit up.
0: Well, he's he's been hurt, so we haven't got to see him yet. He was a are you gonna a, play? No, he he was like eleven hundred yard receiver when he was number two before they drafted CD. So like i I do like him as I just think. All those aspirations of like, hey, when Gallup comes back and this offense is gonna be good, all that that shit died when Dak got hurt. Because now that Cooper Rush is gonna be starting at the helm, who it does now you waited for Gallup, you rested Gallup for what? Because you wanted to go out there and try to score 16 points in the last five minutes of the game when y'all couldn't only put up three the rest of the Like, oh, like at a certain point, Dak gotta chill out. Like this game's over. Live to play next week. Now look at now look at the situation you're
1: in. Hey, it's tragic as fuck. There's a man. reason
0: why like Jordan Love played towards in the fourth in the fourth quarter for the Packers. Like it was at a certain point, it's like all right, like we lost this one, but we're still a good team. We'll bounce back next week.
1: Oh uh, yeah, but hey, that's enough for that game. We don't gotta talk about the booty cards enough.
0: And then Their
1: defense, uh, defense looked defensive. Dude.
0: My under hit. Phenomenally on that game, but uh, Monday night football Broncos getting to show off their new Russell Wilson, a new head coach and Hackett, who Aaron Rodgers uh boasted up so much to get the Broncos job, and then the Seahawks with Pete Carroll, Geno Smith at the helm, and showing at at Seattle, they they came out directly booed Russ
1: straight oh! up. <laughs> Boom! Boom. This game, the fuck out of stupid ass
0: did not fuck with that boy. But what did you see here, bro? Was this the Seahawks playing the best game of their life to beat Russ one time before it's all said and done for Pete Carroll? Because they didn't even uh, meet at before the game started. And Pete Carroll and Russ, they didn't like each other when they left, and people thought maybe there'll be a handshake of respect. Nope nope, don't, don't talk to me. I won't talk to you type of situation. And did you think this is the best we'll see the Seahawks? I think,
1: yeah. Or is but, he
0: coming to win with Gino?
1: I think they played decent. I think Gino did what he needed to do to win. I, I feel like I'm getting Jacoby Brissett mixed up with Gino when I think of like, okay, he kind of he did, – he did enough to make this shit work. Rashad Penny – he had some good runs. I don't know how many yards he had. But he had seen there were points in time I was like, dang, I knew I should have to do that. A
0: nice base. little like nine yard run. A nice mm. little eleven yard run. Yeah. I'm
1: just like somebody will be just ticking away. I was about to post in a group chat. So so who gonna trade me for a sharp penny? But then I seen what Javante Williams was doing. I'm like know, but any anyway. <laughs> but um this is just interesting to see that Russ, because Russ didn't look great. I feel like their offense was stagnant lots of most of the game. And the defense didn't look unstoppable, you know, slightly.
0: Bradley Chubb had, like, a very bad – like, uh, like a third down where he fucking hit Geno Smith in the helmet. And it was, like, later in the game that moved him up and got him into, like, field goal range, which should have been, like sh- – they should have been stopped. And I was just like, what the – like, this – and I think they had a few false starts, a couple delay of games before the fourth quarter. And it was like just sloppy football from, I don't know if it was first game jitters because they're the new head coach, a new system. I don't know, but there's flags you shouldn't be getting. Russell Wilson underthrew a couple balls. The touchdown to Jared Judy was Jared Judy, this big man in the fuck out of Kobe Bryant and taking it all the way because Russ, like, Russ just threw it under. Like he had so Judy had to come back and catch it over somebody. Whereas if he would have threw it how he always does, like the perfect the perfect arc to ball that he always throws, it would have been a it's, it would have been a touchdown nevertheless, but it was just maybe that would have been an interception another week if the DB makes a better play on the ball. And I agree the offense was stagnant. Even the the rushing game did a, Melvin Gordon looked good, Javante Williams looked great. But then come red zone, they both fumble on the one yard line. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Like, that, that, that's not supposed to happen. Like, next, this was any other week they would have won, but they had like double their yards in offensive total scrimmage yard. Like, it was just like those one yard fumbles. You can't, you can't, you can't stress enough. Those are 14 points off the board.
1: That shit is terrible. Like, I, I really was hurt when that shit happened. Then, um,
0: Let's see. Uh, but, Gino didn't look like, bad though. Gene, I would, I would say Gino just played smart football, dink and dunk. Yeah, I
1: think, he, I think he's a good leader. I feel like, and he does have weapons. It was funny to see Doug Baldwin petty ass on Twitter afterwards, but he does have weapons out the helm. So like, if he needs to make something happen, like he has the people to throw it to, like.
0: How do you feel about them wasting the time all the way down in the fourth quarter, the 20 seconds, then calling the timeout, then attempting the second longest field goal in all time history with a 64-yarder to miss? Me, personally, you do not pay Russell Wilson $250 million or whatever the fuck him out to kick that field goal. You go for it on that fourth down because that's the – like, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, anyone else who's going to be getting that $250 million, Lamar Jackson, remember Lamar Jackson said, I want the ball. Like, Josh Allen, I want the ball. Herbert, I want, like, you do not, like, you do not do that in that situation to kick the second longest field goal in NFL history. McManus has the legs, but someone pulled up his statistic on game-winning 60-yarders. He's like 0-6 or 0-5. He has never, and that's the guy he went for it. Like, it wasn't, like, a Tucker who has a history of something.
1: But, hey, man, that's been the week one of the NFL NFL season. The NFL-NFL season. That's why we coming. So, what we got, man? We got one more?
0: Yeah, we got one more. We, we've been waiting for this one. It's actually a banger for second week. They're giving us another Super Bowl-type matchup for week uh, uh, week one. I know they can't play because they're in the same division, but you know what I mean. Just two slobber knocker teams here. We got the Chargers and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are, what, a three-point favorite here?
1: Oh, not the Chiefs. The mighty, mighty Chiefs team.
0: Yeah, they're I believe they're three-point favorite here at Kansas City. Both teams are 1-0 in the division. Some Something's got to give.
1: Oh, crazy stuff, before I forget. You know, the AFC South, I don't think any of them won in that division.
0: Nope.
1: And it's crazy because two of the teams played each other.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's the AFC South. Hey, that's why I tell you when the Jags and Texans are going to be fighting with the Titans for that second seed, I'm not – that's just not a wild take no more.
1: Uh-oh. But back to Thursday Night Football, man. We got the dun-dun-dun-dun!
0: Amazon Prime, too. And this is the first Prime game of the of the year. Keenan Allen, I believe, is out for this game. Or he's, he's doubtful. So I don't think he's out, but it's looking like he's not going to play. J.C. Jackson is still... Qu- uh, up in the air for the Chargers, but that defense looked great without them this week. Kansas City looked like a team on a fucking mission. They didn't have a kicker last week, and it didn't stop them. Justin Reed, the safety, was in there kicking fucking the kickoffs and the extra points for them.
1: That's crazy. I heard that on Pat McAfee. I thought I was tripping.
0: Yeah, but this is a... Oh, shit. Yeah, Kansas City is at minus four now, so they're actually favored by a little bit more than a field goal now. I'm pretty sure it's because of that Kansas City. You always get the the, the home team a little extra oomph on the line.
1: No cap, but it's gonna be interesting, homie. Like this is you we just saw the we just saw the motherfucking this offense score five touchdowns on a we're not sure if they're incapable or not as on a defense. And we just saw this same team get three interceptions on motherfucking Derek Carr with Devontae Adams, so I'm not going. to I'm definitely think Pat Mahomes, and Pat Mahomes is better than than um Derek Carr. But a week ago, we we're saying that Derek Carr might have a legitimate chance to to um, be MVP. While Pat, while Pat Mahomes showed us what an MVP looks like. So what you got, man? How do you think this game's going?
0: See, the Chargers can never count them out on away games because they play at their home games. They usually don't have the fans,
1: so. It, every- both LA teams had to use silent counts at um at um at critical points in this game in their games. I heard.
0: Yes, so they do not have the fans, so they 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 thrive in away games. Like it's just it's unheard of. So that's one thing they got going for them. This is literally two MVP favorites going head to head right now: Mahomes and Herbert. This might be something that might be brought up in MVP discussions later in this year of whoever wins this game. I'm I'm probably I'm taking my I'm taking the Thursday. I guess I get the first pick, make it nice and sweet, simple. I'm gonna go with the Chargers here as the underdog. Yes, I'm
1: gonna pick
0: Oh so Oh no, I'm saying I'm only doing it just because. I feel like the Cardinals were not a real test without D-Hop. So their defense may look a little bit better for the Chiefs than they should have. Whereas I feel like Derek Carr with Devontae Adams was a a solid, good test for the Chargers and their defense looked very good. So I'm feeling like Herbert can blow the roof off of this Kansas City defense.
1: Nah, dead ass. I was going to go. I was going to go the opposite of you regardless i'm not gonna lie to you. i like both these teams in this situation because i think i think um that defense not only was not only did that defense play well but that defense had to play good late too because they couldn't play the same soft coverages once the raid was the um, raiders started um pulling in getting closer shit so i respect the fact that um that defense came tested and i think i think Justin Herbert just is gonna do phenomenal this season. I really feel like he kind of has a chip on his shoulder a little bit. Like y'all didn't even make the playoffs last season, and my name was on everybody's book, everybody's mouth. So like, I really feel like they're coming ready out. But Keenan Allen being hurt is a problem to me. I feel like Mike. I feel like, but we'll see if that Chiefs defense is actually capable or not. So I actually, I'm, I just don't. I just couldn't bet against Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey after the way they played last week. Like, you got to respect game-recognized game, and the boys looking real familiar right now. So, like, I couldn't go against So I appreciate you for taking the Chargers because, like, I was good either One
0: way. One thing I also forgot was there was moments where I was sitting there watching the game between the Raiders and the Chargers, and I was just like, they really like Khalil Mack and Bosa on the same fucking team. Like this is but, uh, this is a crime right here. What I'm seeing, this O line is fighting for their life, <laughs> and that, like Travis Kelsey's a big dude, so maybe the one thing to like, kind of slow down Travis Kelsey is maybe make him block more, because I feel like Kelsey might be having to block a little bit more for this weekend with the or no, this Thursday.
1: That's a great great analysis. I actually fucked with that, but it's in stone, man. We taking the Chiefs, man. Give me the charge here with
0: Herb, my boy, Jay Herbo.
1: It's going to be a good game, though. I'm a, And it's going to be on Amazon. I actually have Amazon Prime, so I'll watch that. this on Amazon.
0: Yeah, no delay. Also, but I would not be shocked if these motherfuckers throw for a combined of, like, 900 yards or some crazy shit. Like, set some
1: NFL record. On a Thursday, I feel like they do that shit on a Monday. I don't know if the boys going to wake up for that on Thursday. That's a short week.
0: That's true. Hey, and the defense also has a short week.
1: Yeah, damn.
0: But, hey, man, we're about to break it down for you. We went, we went through our fucking – we recapped the NFL week. We picked the Thursday night football slobber knocker between the Chiefs and the Chargers in Kansas City, Arrowhead Stadium. We'll be back talking – MMA picks, MMA recaps Boxing picks And we'll be picking the NFL weekend slate Later on this weekend So double back, double dip, triple dip with us And if y'all didn't know Now y'all know, motherfuckers
1: Yeah, cheers
0: Passing out the
1: medicines We've been on that rock star regimen Knowing that I'm having shit Higher than I ever been I got a problem Quit being problematic Keep the light beam on me ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting Then my gang got tools? You could call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes this ain't not new.